1: Okay, come with me to Matthew chapter 16 and verse 15 to 19. He said to them, but who do men say that I am? Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon, by Jonah, for flesh and blood have not revealed us to you. But my father who is in heaven, and I say unto you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Somebody say, I will build my church. Say it, I will build my church. He said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. It's interesting that when Jesus came, he didn't commit himself to building schools, hospitals, prisons, but he committed himself to building the church. What have you committed your life and your time to building? I think it's a good question, isn't it? What have you committed your time and your life to building? Because there are many things people are building that has no eternal value. And I don't want to build something that has no eternal value. I don't want to build Christians that have no eternal value. I don't want to raise people spiritually who have no eternal value. No. Paul said that you are my joy and rejoicing on the day. You are my crown and my joy on the day when the Messiah shall appear. So he says, I will build my church and the gate of hell. So we started looking at the metaphor of the church. If you remember, we came all the way from Ephesians into this place where we are now and we'll be going back to ephesians i'm just uh, weighing what i need to do in my spirit but once it's clear we'll go back to ephesians because that is a book that you you we can't get enough of you know so we look at metaphor somebody say metaphor now a metaphor is something that is used to represent something that we can see so uh when jesus is talking about the church The Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians that the church is a mystery. Somebody says it's a mystery. Now, if the church is a mystery, how can we relate with it? Then he begins to give us several metaphors. He said the church is a building, the church is a house, the church is a, a family, and the church is a flock. And that's what we started looking at. And we said that the Bible says again and again in the Old and the New Testament, if you are looking for the commonest metaphor, Commonest description, the most ubiquitous description for church or for God's people, it is the flock. In the book of Psalm 95 verse 62, he said, Oh come let us worship and bow down let us kneel before the Lord God our maker for he is our God and we are the sheep of his pasture and the sheep of his hand in the book of Psalms he said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord Psalm 100 and verse 1 make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands serve the Lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know that the Lord it is uh, the, the Lord he is God it is he who has made us and not we ourselves can somebody think about that for a moment do you know that you did not make yourself? (laughs) He said, it is he who has made us and not he, nor we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. In the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 28, the Bible says, be careful for yourselves and for all the people the Holy Spirit has given you to oversee. You must be shepherds to the church of God. You must be shepherd. He says, shepherd the flock of God. Feed them. Be shepherds unto them. First Peter 5 verse 2. He says, shepherd the flock of God. So both old and new establish the fact that anybody who is born again is a sheep. And I said that you need to relate and understand that you are a sheep in two ways. One, you are a sheep to God and you are a sheep to your pastor. Somebody say, I'm a sheep to God I'm sheep and to God. I'm, a to I'm a sheep to my pastor. It's important. Don't stay in church and think that you are you you are, you are you that is how once you are in church this is how you need to understand yourself. We are the Lord is my shepherd, and then you also have under shepherds appointed by your chief shepherd to shepherd you. We said that every sheep needs a shepherd. Somebody say every sheep needs a shepherd. Say every sheep needs a shepherd. So first of all, you have to appreciate that you are a sheep because if you are going to appreciate your position and your need for a shepherd, it begins with your acknowledgement of the fact that you are a sheep. When you don't see yourself as a sheep, you will not have regard for a shepherd. And I know, even in this church, I know that some people, they are not sheep in any way. Yeah, they are not sheep. They are not open for any input from anybody. They are not sheep. We are all sheep because of three things. There are three characteristics biblically that identify sheep. Again, we say sheep are dumb. Sheep are dumb. He may be a scholar, but spiritually he's dumb. When he saw the multitudes, they were helpless and confused. 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 I told you about the fact that sometimes when you are driving, you can meet a flock of sheep who will be walking into the way of the car. It's as if they are blind. They are dumb. They will be coming to face the car. So if you are not mindful, you will just kill them. Because that's how sheep are. And spiritually, that is how we are. We need to be guided. You see, there's a spiritual vacuum in us. And if you are not guided, that spiritual vacuum will seek satisfaction from all the wrong places. We need to be guided. That's why God gives us sheep. Then we say sheep are dependent. Somebody says sheep are dependent. Say sheep are dependent. Yeah, when you meet a sheep, a sheep is always led by a shepherd. A sheep is led by a shepherd. And when David talked about the Lord is my shepherd, he outlined a number of stuff. And all of those things establish a dependent relationship. Psalm 23, verse 1 to 5. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Then he didn't say, I shall not want because I'll work hard. I'll go and get what I want. I'm a go-getter. I'm a fast fighter. I'm a fierce chaser. No, 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 no. He didn't say any of those things. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Then he began to outline why he's not want. He said, he maketh me. Go now. You read all. He maketh me to lie down. He leaded me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. Listen, these are spiritual things. You know, spiritual things are spiritually designed. They are not intellectually understood. They are spiritually designed. They yeah, are not intellectual. Oh, I've met a lot of intellectual people who are confused and can't appreciate spiritual things. And I don't waste my time debating such people. No. If you are very intellectual, but you are not minded to allow the Spirit of God to take an upper hand in your life, I waste no time debating you at all. No. I don't have that. Because spiritual things cannot be understood, they are designed. They are what? Design. They are designed. They are designed. He says, he leaded me beside the still waters. You mean, I don't know what I ought to do. I'm a man. I'm my old man. Really, go ahead and be your own man. When demons come, be your own man to them. Because as man, you are limited. He said, he leads me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He says, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Then he says, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of the I fear no evil again because he's with me. His rod and his staff comfort me. Now listen, I want you to have a a spiritual view about things in life. That's where Christian is. You have to have a spiritual view about things. Have a spiritual view about the church. The church is not just an assembly of people. It's part of it, but it's much more than that. It's much more than that. Sheep are dependent. And I would say sheep are defenseless. Somebody say sheep are defenseless. Say sheep are defenseless. Yeah. One of the most vulnerable animals are sheep. They are defenseless. I mean, if they themselves can walk themselves into danger, how much more when something is coming to harm them? By themselves, they walk themselves into danger. They walk themselves into danger. They walk themselves into danger. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I have a shepherd who is with me. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd lays down his life for the flock. Lays down his life for the flock as a pastor. How do I lay my life down? Some people think that if you're a pastor, you have to die for the flock. That's what Jesus did. Yes. But the pastor has to die to his personal business and goals for the flock. There are many things pastors could also do with their lives. Sometimes people talk, and particularly when (laughs) they are not properly informed, they think that pastors... Are people who don't simply have anything to do, and that is the only option. That's the only way out. I mean, there are highly skilled pastors who have many things they could be doing with their life, but you have to lay it down in order to serve the flock of God. You lay your ambitions down, you lay your dreams down. That's why the Bible says you have to treat them with honor. The same money you are chasing, if they decided to chase it, maybe they may be richer than you. Yeah, they may be richer than you the same career you are pursuing if they entered into it you will see that they may probably excel more than you but they lay it down make a lot of sacrifices a sacrifice of their time, a sacrifice of their family a sacrifice of their resources just to see you do well spiritually that's what ministry is about so they are defenseless, somebody say they are defenseless as for the things that come against you, there are too many that's why you need a shepherd I kept my father's sheep and a lion came. And a bear came. If these things really are coming, you are not just going, you think Jesus, we are making it anyhow. Listen, you are not just making it anyhow. Some prayer is being made on your behalf. Some intercession is being made on your behalf. And you need to be humble and acknowledge that. Be humble and acknowledge that. Be humble and acknowledge that. Now, these five characteristics makes it essential why you need a shepherd. Those three things. damn dependency and defenselessness it makes it important why you need a shepherd five reasons why every sheep needs a shepherd every sheep somebody say i'm a sheep, I'm a sheep. and i need a shepherd number one you need a shepherd for food somebody say food uh-huh. you need a shepherd for food when the bible says in the book of psalm 23 verse 1 he said the lord is my shepherd I shall not want. Then, the first thing he talks about is food. Somebody say food. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Green pastures. Green pastures. Green pastures. Green pastures. If sheep will lie down, there must be green pastures. And if you are a sheep, don't just lie down anywhere. Lie down where there are green pastures. Lie down where there are green pastures. Not just anywhere. He making me to lie down in green pastures. Proper sheep lie down because there's green pastures where they can be fed. You don't join church because you were born into it. Oh, this is my mother church. And my mother church is because I was born into it. Let them burn you in a garage and see whether you describe yourself as a car. It's not where you are born into. Yeah, it's not where you are born into. Some of you were born in the village. Why is not in the village? Why is it still not in the village? But now you are in the city. If where you are born into is where you stay till you die. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. I can't stay in a church where they sing, 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 and there is no quality feeding. No, no, no. no, no. Entertain, entertain, and there is no quality feeding. Dance, 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 and then after they, they just shout and go. No, no, no. no Shout, yeah, 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 yeah. At the end of the day, no substance has been deposited and they go. No, no, no. no that's, that's not a church. That's an entertainment center. Praise God. Yeah. A real church is a place where men and women are fed. Your soul is so important, I can't watch it famished. The Bible yeah. said it's not good that the soul be without knowledge. It's not good that the soul be without knowledge. It's not good. It's not good. You have to be fed. Oh, ask for me, I want a church where they sing a lot of hymns. Hymns. After they have sung it, check your soul, whether it's fed. You don't come to church to feel good. You come to church for your soul to be fed fat. Not to feel good. Turn to anybody and say, I come to church not just to feel good. I come to church So my soul can be fed fat. Yeah. He maketh me to lie down in green patches. Jeremiah, he says, I will give you shepherds after my heart. who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Feed you. Listen, don't get tired of being fed with the word of God. When you feel that you are getting tired of the word, you are just getting it. That's when you are just getting it. When you are getting it. You can't. You want to be a successful Christian? A successful person in your marriage, successful person. No, no, no. It's a word. Somebody say the word. No, 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 no. Everything, all spiritual gifts can always be evaluated by the word of God. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Two things. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Those two things. You are in the hands of God. Be committed to the word. And then your inheritance shall be delivered to you brother, I commend you to God and Paul was leaving the the church this is the church of Ephesus, he was leaving them, he said, you know what, as I'm going I don't have a car to give you, I don't have a house to give you, I don't have money to give you but I have the word to give you I have the word to give you, and if you lay hold on the word, depend on the word, trust in the word, have faith in the word, everything will pass away, not my word am I communicating here? Some of you are confused because vain philosophies are more important to you than the word of God. Yeah. Vain philosophies. That's, that's the mindset you have. That's the mindset you have. And you are sitting in church. That's a mindset you have. So you trust no one, you believe no one. That's all. Trust no one. Believe no one. I've said a woman, and she made a comment that really made a lot of sense to me. He says she saw somebody's status and what the person had put on, uh, fear man. Yeah, And you see, <laughs> the irony of her statement was the fact that he said, this person was married to a man, fear man. So what is your husband? <laughs> it's easy. I have seen that, particularly when practical matters come, the way people handle it, that's when really, really, you get to see whether you are failing or succeeding as a pastor. I'm telling you. And for me, anytime there's an incident like that, I feel more empowered and I see more sense in the reason why I need to be more committed to teaching you. Because after you have taught so much, you would expect that people will see things from a certain perspective. But negative things don't easily leave people's minds. Have you seen that? Negative things, they don't easily leave people's mind. You know why you are born again, but you are not transformed. Born again, but still, bubra. Born again, but still, alomobites. Adonko. Just a little one is good for the heart. For your stomach's sake. I hope you have a stomach problem. Born again, it's all here. Is all up where here? This where it is. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew is a continuous process. You never get finished. Renewing your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. You have to renew your, how you think about people. Renew your mind. You are always thinking evil about people. That mind has to be renewed. Yeah, that mind has to be renewed. How you even think about passes? Your mind has to be renewed. Constantly renew. Constantly renew. And that cannot happen by watching news. That cannot happen by reading a novel. That happens by continuous exposure to the word of God. Continuous exposure to the word of God. So you have to be fed. Somebody say, I have to be fed. I have to be fed. I I mean, John chapter 21, verse 15. When Jesus, after he got up from the grave and was restoring Peter unto himself, he said, when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, Simon, do you love me more than this? He said to them, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. Do what? Entertain my lambs. Make them happy. Pour oil on my lambs. Shout on my lamb. He said, Feed my lambs. 16. He said the second time, do you love me? He said, yes. Then he said, tend my sheep. Then you go to verse 17. He said to him the third time, Simon, do you love me? He said, Peter was grieved because he said it the third time. Do you love me? He said to him, you know everything that I love you. Then he said, feed my sheep. Verse 17, feed my sheep. 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 sheep. If you care about your spiritual life, you will always have value for a pastor who feeds you with the word of God. And I'm not just talking about anywhere you travel. If you are looking for a church to be part of, apart from everything they do, make sure that there's quality teaching of the word of God. Quality what? Quality teaching of the word of God. Quality teaching. One that can make you make wise decisions, not foolish decisions police decision. Somebody carried the, the wife and children, three children, all the way from his country and said so God has spoken to him to come to Ghana. Three children. God spoke to him to come to Ghana with his children. And wife, who are you coming to? He said, no one. What are you coming to do? He said, to do evangelism. Why are children going to stay? School. He said, <laughs> if this guy had a shepherd, and had discussed this with his shepherd, his shepherd would have guided him. Praise God. Shepherd, what I'm guiding him. People have made a lot of foolish decisions because they felt that they've heard from God. you met him and he's looking for, can I get something for transportation? Ah, ah, ah. If God really sent you, you will come to me. Ask him, so, so, so how are you going to take He said, God will take care of us. I said, How has God been taking care of you? Has God been sending uh, a bird to bring you, or you go to people and you tell them, That I'm challenged and they give you something and you say God is taking care of you. That's not how God takes care. That's begging people. That's disturbing people. Yeah, that's it. That's it. When he told Elijah go to Zarephath, he said I've commanded a widow there to sustain thee, and everything fell in place. You need, you need, you see. Don't come to a place a spiritual the height of spiritual pride is to come to a place where you think that you don't need a shepherd. You don't need a pastor. And I've met a lot of people like that. I've met a lot of people like that. Particularly those of us who are a bit scholarly. you have gone to school a little. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. Spiritual things are not intellectually understood. They are spiritually designed. That's why professors, great professors who are cancer experts, they smoke their own lungs out. How do they do that? Intellectually, they know everything about it. They know, and yet still they cannot resist the power of that thing. So they, they smoke their own lungs out and they are teaching you all the things that the symptoms, everything about cancer. He said, Feed my sheep, feed my sheep three times. Listen, a church is not a church if the word of God is not taught consistently. That's not a church. There are things that are marks of a church. One of them is the word of God, two is prayer. Prayer, a church is a place where they pray. But if all they do is to pray, that is a a playing ground. Because you can't do much with an army of prayer giants who are wet empty and wet dry. All their actions and decisions will be stupid. That's why a lot of people don't value and respect some churches nowadays. Because they think that we just pray about things we should think about. We can pray out to the point that we can't even think. But you see, the reason why we pray is to make us effective and smart thinkers, not foolish and dummies, foolish people and dummies. When you pray, you yield your mind power to the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit influences your mind, you think on a better scale, on a higher scale, not on a lower scale. That's why you can't meet anybody who genuinely has in good relationship with God, who is intellectually dumb. No, they are sharp. Daniel knew God, and the Bible said when he was examined, he was found to be ten times better, because you see, when you rub your mind with a superior mind, your mind becomes a better mind. And you don't just rub your mind in prayer. You rub your mind in the word. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. say the Lord, neither are my ways than your ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. He says, for my way shall be that which go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. But all he's talking about is that if you are going to line your thoughts with my thoughts, it starts with my word. It starts with appreciating the place of the word of God. Listen. If you want to do well for yourself in life, running from one prayer meeting to another prayer meeting will not do it. No, no, no. That's not what you need. What you need is diligent application of yourself to the word of God that you have been taught. Have value for the word of God. There are people here who I call them for this and they won't come. But some foolish prophet somewhere will call them in their are You are running. Have value for the word of God. If you don't have value for the word of God, people will continue to take advantage of you. They will continue to take advantage of you. They will take advantage of you. Paul said, after I am departed, wolves will come amongst you. They will come amongst you. Wolves. And they are all over the place. There are wolves who are pastors today. Wolves who are prophets today. Wolves who are apostles today. And if you can't discern who is a wolf, they will just eat you up. Sheep is at the mercy of wolves. So please, that's number one. That's why you need a shepherd. That's why I need what? That's why you need a shepherd. And when we start our family system and you are placed in the family, that's why you need a shepherd. You need to be there. That's the first thing. Feeding. Somebody say feeding. Feeding. Listen, who is your pastor? If you say pastor, Afuaqa is your pastor. It means that he's where you draw your spiritual nourishment from. I'm the one who feeds you. If your gossiping friends are the ones who feed you, I'm not your pastor. If newspapers, wrong news channels and websites and social media sites are where you draw your sense, your wisdom for living, don't tell anybody. Don't mention it again from today. The ones you said before, forgive me, but from today, don't say it again anywhere that I'm your pastor. Because if I'm your pastor, it's to show. Number two is care. Somebody say care. care. A sheep needs a shepherd for care. A sheep needs a shepherd for care. He said, I will appoint responsible, I like that word, I will appoint responsible shepherds. May God give us more responsible shepherds. Family shepherds, may you rise up to become responsible. He said, I will appoint you responsible shepherds who care for them, care for you. You need to be cared for spiritually. You need to be careful. Is it not spiritual care that will provoke somebody to pick up his phone and call you and check up on you because you miss church? Not spiritual care. Because you are not spiritually smart and you don't value spiritual things. You don't even have the courtesy to answer the call or even return the call or even send a text message. Oh, please, I missed your call. I missed your call. Could you please call me back? You see, (laughs) there is a way that if you don't know and understand what God has called you to do, (laughs) <laughs> there are some congregation people they can change you. Yeah, if you're a pastor, can I tell you the truth? Yes. Yeah. There are some congregation people they can just change and corrupt your heart as a good pastor. Because the things they will do, the way they will receive what you are doing, and the way they will think about, it, it will make you feel like no. But <laughs> we are committed to working with the word of God. Tell your name and say, Pastor is committed to working with the word of God. Yes. That's that's it. The Bible says that they will care for you and they will never be afraid again. Not a single one will be lost or missing. From today, you will not be missing. Yeah. Say, I will not be missing. I not be. Yeah, he said, I will appoint responsible shepherds. And when the responsible shepherds are caring, no one will be missing. When you put a responsible shepherd in charge of a cell, no cell member will be missing. They will find out where they are and fix them out. They will be cared for, cared for, cared for cared for, cared for. It's hard. There are people, when we reach out to them, they will mind us. But when there's a challenge in their lives, they are looking for care. You see, it works together. It works together. Some people in this city sometimes, sometimes, I, I simply don't know whether it's part of the city or I don't know which one it is. Yeah. But when God sends you to a city, you also have to fight the beast of the city. And you don't fight it with physical strength. You fight it with mental engagements. Yeah, we breaking down strongholds, 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 strongholds. Why should you go for funeral and say you are tired? You are you are not coming to church. You went for funeral on Saturday. Sunday morning, I'm tired. That's, I mean, I don't want to use any word to describe you, but at least you get a picture. Yeah, you get a picture. Yeah, I went for a funeral because of that. I can't come to church. Whoa. there's a stronghold here. That is not correct. There's a stronghold there. Ezekiel thirty-four, verse one, two he said, then this message came to me from the son of man prophesy against the shepherd the leaders of, give them this message the sovereign Lord, what sorrow awaits shepherds who feed yourselves instead of your flocks shouldn't shepherds feed their sheep you drink the milk where the who butcher the best animals but you let the flock starve, have you not gone looking for those who have wandered away and are lost, instead you have ruled them with harshness and cruelty so my sheep have been scattered without a shepherd And they are easy prey for any wild animal. They have wandered throughout all the mountains and the hills across the face of the earth. Yet no one has gone to search for them. Your shepherd cares for you. Somebody say, my shepherd cares for me. And the way as your shepherd in this church, the way I care is by setting up systems that will make sure that when there is a need, that need is met. But there are some people, we put you in, you put yourself out. We put you in, you put yourself out. Now listen, when we reintroduce, it, we put you in, you put yourself out, you are out. Anytime you want to come back, you'll come back. We will deal with those who behave like sheep. If you are a goat, go and perish. Because even on that day, Jesus said that he will assemble them together. And he will keep the sheep on the right hand. The goat on the left. So the goat and the sheep. Cannot be joined together, but when you bring them together, there will be confusion. Separate them. There are people here I know by the spirit; they are goats. Yeah, and when I'm dealing with a goat, I'm very careful because when I counsel, that counsel can easily wrongly hear. misinterpreted. Yeah, if, if there is a spiritual opportunity and I have to give them, I'm very careful. Instead of seeing it as an opportunity, they will see it as a means of exploitation. That's a goat. Praise mm-hmm. God. Number three, protection. Somebody say protection. Yeah, protection. Protection. That's why you need a shepherd. You need a shepherd because you need to be protected. It is risky to be a sheep without a shepherd. Somebody say risky. To be a sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. It's risky. That's why any time you are born again, you are planted in a church. God saves you. He puts you under a shepherd who will care for you. It is risky spiritually and physically and emotionally to be a sheep without a shepherd first Samuel 17 verse 34 to 35 he said and david said thy servant kept his father's sheep and there came a lamb somebody said they, they came they will come they will always come there are some lambs they will come for your marriage there are some lambs they just come for your marriage It's your marriage they you are looking for there are some lambs they have come for your life I spoke to a man a couple of years ago and he was acting funny in a certain way. I told him, listen, what you are doing if you don't stop, you will die anytime soon. Because I could see by the spirit that what was happening, he felt it was a marital challenge. I, I told him, listen, this thing is about your life. It's about your life. And the better you, the earlier you sit up and you, you let the scales fall off your eyes, the better it will be. He didn't listen, one year passed. two years passed. Then later on, he, he reconnected. After a lot had gone under the bridge, it's protection. He said, There came a lion. There came a lion, there came a bear, and they took. They are always coming. They are always coming. Sometimes they come with all manner of fake revelations. Revelations. I see this and do this. How can you be in a church and you are receiving spiritual instruction from somebody else? Really? Really? This is a generation where you have to be very careful to know who is your church member. Because they are there, but they receive a lot of instruction from different places. <laughs> he comes, he said, ask for me, uh, I'm not committed to any church. I go to Embassy of Life for the Word. Then I go to this place for prophecy. Then I go for this. <laughs> you see, you are a confused sheep. You are a confused. When he saw them without the shepherd. He said they were helpless and confused. That's how you are. That's why you can be praying against your enemies when you have been taught to love your enemies. Because you are confused. Another breath. Ha! Ah, the prayer was hot. Hey, the prayer meeting, the the, the online, the, the radio prayer meeting, it was very hot. I know that this man, someone will die. You are going, <laughs> you are going. Good. apart from christ nobody else needs to die for you to rise apart from jesus nobody needs to die for you to rise if you cannot rise then you cannot rise i'm telling you if you think somebody must die for you to rise i beg to differ you will perpetually be on the floor nobody needs to die the person who died and when he was raised we were raised up with him so where else do you want to be raised up to you don't know that you are already raised Somebody say protection. protection. Number four is guidance. Somebody say guidance. 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 You need to be guided. You need to be guided. The instruction, the example I gave you. I mean, People make decisions and they don't talk to their, their shepherds about it at all. They don't talk to their shepherds about it. You see, the wisdom in seeking counsel does not mean that you don't know what to do. The, the, the folly about people who think they know what to do and they should not seek counsel is because they think That when you know what to do, when you don't know what to do, that's when you seek seek counsel. (laughs) But wise people seek counsel even when they know what to do. They seek it. They seek it. Because, you see, when you know what to do and somebody whose spiritual insight and leadership matters to you, makes an input and comes into agreement with you, two are better than one. The Bible says, with wise counsel you shall may wage war, for in the multitude of counselors there is safety. So there's something you know. But when someone who is over you affirms it, it gives you a sure footing to start with. Am I communicating here? Yeah. So seeking counsel doesn't mean that, oh, I know I, I can make my own decisions. Good. Keep on making them. Just trust that you don't make foolish ones. Look at uh, Psalm 78, verse. 52. He made, them, he made his sheep to go forth and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He guided them. Somebody say guided them. Guided them like a flock. He's talking about God guiding them. And how did God guide them? God guided them through the hands of Moses. That's what we are told. Look at Psalm 77. 77. You led your people and the, the fifth one is leadership. Somebody say leadership. Okay. The fifth one is leadership. The fifth one is leadership. So you need a shepherd for food. Somebody say, I need a shepherd. shepherd. For food. food. Number two. For yes. four. Yes. number three. For protection. Yes. Number four. Yes. And number five. Yes. Leadership. You need to be led. Many people want to be leaders, they just simply don't want to follow. Great leaders. Are born out of great followers and to follow. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Him. He leaded me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness. Your shepherd leads you, and you follow his leadership. He leads you. He leads you. He leads you. He leads you. Lead you. I like Psalm 72, verse 20. He said, You led your people along the road like a flock of sheep. Who led his people? Talk to me. Who led his people? Who led his people? You led your people along the road like a flock of what? Sheep. With Moses and Aaron as their what? Did you ever see God lead the children of Israel? Talk to me. Did you ever see God lead them? When Moses and Aaron was leading them, God was leading them. God was saying, Oh, ask for me. I don't need any man to lead me anywhere. Walk on in your confusion. I wrote here. I said, God has always led his people by the hand of a man. It is hypocritical, therefore, to embrace God as your shepherd and disregard the human under-shepherds he set over you. It's hypocritical. It's absolutely hypocritical. for me, no, 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 no. My relationship is between me and God. Do you even know him? Do you know what it means to relate to God? Do you know him?
0: Do you know how a relationship
1: with God starts? That's why any Christian who is a serious Christian there are things you will know about them. One of them, you will see that they have a visible pastor. Their pastor knows them, and they know their pastor. Any serious Christian, I'm not saying they are perfect Christians, but any serious Christian, a person who stays in church and doesn't want to know his pastor, he doesn't want the pastors and the leaders to know where he stays, usually there are things they are hiding. There are things they are what? Hiding. There are things they are hiding. Things they are hiding. I'm telling you, there are people that come here, want to come and visit you. No. What are you hiding? Who are you seeking to impress? No, 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 no. Seven ways to <laughs> are you getting blessed here? Yeah. Am I helping somebody at all? Yeah, that's it. Seven ways to relate profitably to your pastor or your shepherd. Number one, know and be known by your shepherd. Somebody say no and be known. Say no and be known. Yeah, you have to know your shepherd. Who is your pastor? Uh, My pastor is one slim dark man. You are confused. One slim dark man is not a name. Know your shepherd. Know your shepherd. Know your shepherd. Know your shepherd. That's what the Bible says. I'm the good shepherd. I know my own sheep. And they know me. And they what? And they know me. And they know me. And they know me. Know your shepherd. Know your shepherd, know your shepherd, know your shepherd, know your shepherd. Oh, who is your family shepherd? Oh, that brother, usually he sits on that, uh, uh, close to where the vision statement is, you see? Yeah, you see? It, 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 you are just telling us that you are just an unserious Christian. Yeah? That's what you are revealing. Who is your family shepherd? He's uh, that fair, uh, listen. Listen. He likes to be in all the time. We all love to be in all the time. <laughs> Somebody say, know your shepherd. Know your shepherd. Uh-huh. know your shepherd. Know your shepherd. Know your shepherd and allow yourself to be known. Yeah. The Bible was talking about uh, bad shepherds in Ezekiel. And he said, those who are lost, you have not sought after. How will we seek after you when we don't know where you stay? How will we seek after you? When we called and we said, we're coming to see where you stay, you didn't allow us. How will we know? There are some people <laughs> that, you see, if you want to be committed to God and to church, there's a way you behave yourself. There's a way you behave yourself. Sometimes, that's why when you are in church, you have to be very discerning. Sometimes things happen to people and they say, oh, and I was sick. Nobody cared. Please be very careful. You don't rise in judgment. This church, the way I see it, it looks like there are just cliques. Yeah, we have already created cliques. The cliques are the families. You are in one of them. If you will not allow yourself to be known by your family, stay away with your confusion. You always have to be very careful. Very careful. Very careful. One time, I addressed a brother. One of our uh, brothers, Dickens here. Somebody passed away, and he sent it to me. So when he sent it to me, I called him. I called him. And I said, yeah, this thing. What do you?" He said, oh, I thought she's a member here. I say, okay, so it's a member. When was the last time you saw the person here? Ask the person, when was the last time? You've not seen this person here for over two years, and you see the person as a member. So, how have you been paying electricity the past two years?
0: Yeah.
1: Am I communicating here? You see, there are people, they have some funny, funny, and stupid ways of looking at things. There are people who simply don't even have values. They don't have values. They don't. They don't. You can't stay out of church. Six months and still see yourself as a member. No, 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 no. no. Six months, and even that six months, is not like you have communicated to your family shepherd. I am here. I'm doing a business here. I'm on a trek here. I'll be back. No, 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 no. Six months, when we call you, you don't pick nothing. Then all of a sudden, when you appear, hey, I've come home. Oh, this church, you don't show love at all. I, I've been away. you be will <laughs> been where? you will been where? you will been where? You see? Be serious. Am I communicating here? Be very serious. Be very serious. Know your shepherd and be known. Listen, there's a lot of love in this church. Yeah, This church is a, is a place we really love ourselves. If you are clapping, you clap. If you don't want to clap, that's it. We love ourselves. We love ourselves. And if you really want to be loved, you have to act in a way that you can feed the love. Yeah, be in the group that can feel. out. We, we have put structures in place. You don't want to be part of it. How do you want us to come and love you? How do you want us? Put systems in place. You don't want to be part of it. You are special. You are intelligent. You are higher. You are, you are smarter than everybody. So you can't bring yourself to belong to a group with all of us. Then how do you want us to also bring ourselves? You are way up. Be up. Let's be down. We are fellowshipping down. Keep yourself up. Am I communicating here? Keep yourself up. Keep yourself. Humble yourself when you are in church and then allow yourself to be shepherded. Stay. That's, that's what you do. You don't stay in church and do what you like and then when something goes wrong, all of a sudden your mouth is open to any angle and you say all kinds of stupid things and because this is not a place somebody will come and talk back to you, you just think you are cool. You are not cool. You are not cool. You are not cool. You are not cool. You are walking in ignorance. You are walking out of order. You are walking out of order. He said, This is how we want the church to run. For us to effectively, I mean, we are not yet 500 here. I don't know everybody's name. And I cannot know everybody's name. I can't know everybody's house. And when I come to teach the church as a family, because I'll pause that one and let us run some things before. But when I come to teach the church as a family, then you will understand some of these things. Yeah. There are people in the church who really feel that and think that there's a lot of love in this church. And there are people who also think that this church there, if you are not in a certain class, they will not mind you. It's because you have put yourself in the wrong class where nobody can reach you, even to mind you. You put yourself in the wrong class. You put yourself in a class of people who don't participate in anything meaningful. Put yourself in a class of people who don't give. You put yourself in a class of people. I mean, you are in a family. Something is going wrong. We say we are doing donation to give a brother. See, as for me, I don't have. I don't have. I don't have. That's your spirit. I don't have. No wonder you are looking poorer than you actually are. I don't have. And that's your mindset. That's your attitude. I don't have. You are visiting somebody. I don't have time to visit. We are giving to somebody. I don't have nothing to give. Every time, I don't have. That is a wrong approach to fellowship. It's a wrong approach. It's a wrong approach. Number two, follow the teaching and the godly example of your shepherd. Somebody say, Follow. You will give me a few minutes to finish up this thing. Are you here with me? Yeah. yeah. Even if you won't give me, I'll take it. I'm the shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your love for me is increasing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need to have a for me. I just love you. <laughs> I love you by force. <laughs> you know, love is not a feeling, it's a command. Somebody says it's a command. <laughs> Sometimes I may not feel like loving you, but I'm under command to love you. (laughs) I have to love you by force. Somebody say follow. Follow the teachings and the godly example of your shepherd. He said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. Listen, following what I teach in this church can deliver you from a lot of challenges. That, it will change your prayer point forever. It will change it forever. Following what I teach, follow it. They know my voice and they follow me. Why are you making enemies all over? Because you are not following my teachings. Because I don't have enemies. Why is unforgiveness your nature now? Almost everybody around you knows that as for this sister, she's a very unforgiving person. Why has that become your sore name? Because you don't follow my teachings. Why is it that your wife has to beg you? Go down on the knee. Gather people to come and apologize to you. Before you give her access. Because you don't follow teachings. If you forgive me, I forgive you. I told you on Friday. That's not Christianity. That's not what? That's not Christianity. Christianity is not, you love me, I love you back. That's not Christianity. Yeah, That's not Christianity. That's idolatry. That's what they are doing now. And in most places, unfortunately, there are churches that can best be described as shrines. The reason why they cannot be described like that is because they have a signboard. And the signboard is a church. And sometimes when you go to some of those places, they have a big cross there. And the cross is Christ with this crucifix on it. So sometimes it's very difficult to tell the difference between the shrine and that one. But everything they do there is typical of a shrine. Raise their picture. We kill them by fire. Who? That's Antoine That's where they do the rubbish. It's Antoine they do the rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm 20, that's where they do that rubbish that's where they do that rubbish and I tell you all those who pray such prayers they are emotionally unstable <laughs> mentally inaccurate and emotionally unstable because see when your life your whole emotion is preoccupied with seeking the destruction of another person you can never be sound in yourself am I communicating here you can never, it's not a case, but when you are preoccupied, look, look at how you struggle as a believer. When somebody does something against you and you don't let it go, see how you, uncomfortable you feel. Genuine Christians, I mean, if, if you are genuine, you are correct, the Holy Spirit lives in you, and you are harboring, you are struggling to forgive somebody, and you are okay. Hey, you are not really, the Holy Spirit has gone on break. I think he's on vacation. Praise the Lord. Yeah. For a person saved, eh, it is more difficult to walk in hatred than to walk in love. You don't need to be taught like practice advanced forgiveness. It's it's a nature. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. There are things that instantaneously take place. And, and it is one of those where you got born again your name was not changed. Your nature was changed from within. The nature of hatred, the nature of unforgiveness, it was changed. And where you have your problem here is the mindset. That's where it needs to change. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your spirit loves people. Your spirit wants to forgive people. But your mind is calculating. This is about the third time. I think he's taking me for granted. Well, let me show him. That's your mind. So you are constantly in a conflict. Your spirit and your mind are fighting. That's why you are nowhere. But when your spirit begins to take the decisions and your mind follows, you live emotionally. That's why walking in love brings emotional health like nothing else. Walking in love. Walking in love. If you want to live longer, please. me this coming. Me can be drop those things. <laughs> Those things, if you want to live long, (laughs) if you want to live long. The Bible says, what man is he who loves lives and will see many days? Let him seek peace and pursue it. Let him keep his mouth from evil. Speak peace and pursue it. You will live long. Somebody say, follow. Follow. Uh So follow the teachings and the godly example of your shepherd. What guides your life should be the word of God as you have been taught by your shepherd. Not what you hear on radio. When you hear anything on radio and it's consistent with what your pastor has taught you, that's where you you follow. Because, you see, the word of God is being taught in so many places. But the word of God comes alive when it is followed by the example of our lives. Your favorite pastor as a believer is your pastor. Is what? Yeah, that's it. Every other pastor comes after your pastor. A correct, mature Christian. That's where it starts from. Your favorite pastor is your pastor. Then other pastors who are saying what your pastor is saying becomes your, your second choice. Not people who are saying things out confusing. You'll be confused. So you come to church, we tell you love your enemies. You go there, they say kill your enemies. Forgive those who hate hate you. He said, no, you have to punish them very hard. Teach them a lesson that they will never forget. So they will never repeat that kind of thing. Listen, let me tell you, there's a way. These people, the way they are, that's how they are. If you don't give it to them hard, they will not respect you. That's not Christianity. That's not. That's what? That's not. Sometimes you, you are living with an issue that came up. And we still have to pray for such people anyway. That's what makes the job difficult. Sometimes you speak to someone, you can see a danger ahead. You will speak to the person. Speak, speak, speak. He will be using grammar and all of that to defend that point. Then when they finish, then the problem is created. When the problem is created, then he's still coming back to Sometimes he doesn't want to even come. But you have to use wisdom. You know that this guy is challenged. You have to use wisdom and try and get him back. It's very sad. Number three, believe and have confidence in your shepherd. Believe and have confidence in your shepherd. You need to. He said, but you do not believe me because you are not my sheep, as I said unto you. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. He said, you do not believe because you are not my sheep. You are not my sheep you are when you are a sheep you will believe you believe your shepherd you believe that your pastor is telling you the truth yeah you believe that your pastor teaches you the truth you believe that what your pastor is saying is true he means well somebody cannot inform you about your pastor more than you when you are a sheep have confidence in the book of hebrews 13:17, he said have confidence in your leaders and submit to them their authority because they keep watch over you have confidence somebody say have confidence have confidence have confidence, have confidence, have confidence believe in them believe in the grace of God on their lives, believe in the anointing of. You see, do you know that the anointing of God works with faith somebody say it works with faith, you see the supernatural operates on faith it operates on what? it operates on faith, absolute faith that's what it operates on it operates on faith, that's what it operates on That's what they operate on. That's why when somebody carries egg and puts it by a river. I remember uh, about three months ago, I was uh, out for a morning uh, jogging with mommy and then we saw some guy in some valley somewhere. There's a bofrawe. I think the school there. There's a bridge to that. Okay. And somebody was standing there (laughs) making incantations. Around I think four was I think around five there about yeah five there about. And mommy was so surprised. See, said this young man. I said don't call him young man. <laughs> yeah, because he was a young man. Young man making incantations, calling names, calling names. So when we also come to church with pictures and we call names for the destruction of people, how different are we? How different are we? Somebody say, obey your shepherd. Say, obey your shepherd. No, I think number, number four is, submit yourself to the authority of your shepherd and be accountable to him. Be accountable. Somebody say, be accountable. Yeah. If you are in a family and you are traveling, you have to tell your shepherd, oh, uh, shepherd, uh, uh, and this, next week, I won't, be, I won't be in church because I'm traveling. It's proper. Tell your shepherd. Be accountable. Be accountable. Be accountable to them. A lot of people don't like accountability. Be accountable. Don't just get up and travel because you have your money, you have your car, and you just go. No. <laughs> you just go. Be accountable. The Bible said they watch over your souls. And that's the word. You see, when you are spiritual, you look at things from that angle. Hebrews thirteen seventeen, he says, For they watch over your souls as those who must give account. So, when, let's say, King Solomon comes to church, and on Sunday we ask him, This person is in your family. The person was not in church. Why was the person not in church? Say, I don't know. He can you know what I'm talking about. When I go before God and I'm presenting the list of the people around in the course of the week before God. This person. Where is this person? Lord, I don't know. That person, I don't know. I don't, that person, I don't know. Anything can happen to your soul. They watch over fire. So I mean, some people talk sometimes. They say pastors are too controlling. We are not controlling. Our ministry demands that. That's what should happen. It is God who appointed pastors as such. Am I communicating here? Yeah. The pastors want to know too much. Who wants to know too much? If you know me for real, you will know that the thing I want to know more is the word of God, not you. But the ministry, the assignment I have demands that I get to know what's going on with you. because I have a responsibility to give account. Responsible people want to know. The reason why we want to know is because we have an account to give. That's why when you are not in church, somebody must call you and find out, oh sister, you are not in church. And you speak politely. You speak like somebody who is born again, who where well-mannered and where taught the word of God am Really? Really? Or you watch the call? Wait, wait. some said anything I saw I know of friend. Listen, let let me tell you eh. Most of the things that people are prayer topics, they are honor topics. They are honor topics. Honor. 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 When you learn to work with the word of God, your prayer point will be less. And yet, all your needs will be supplied. Your prayer point will be what? less and yet all your needs but fail to obey the word of god you will pray all your life all the mountains including mount everest you will come down by the time you descend mount everest your needs have overmultiplied. why because the principle of god god has his principle the bible said he's not a respecter of persons. I'll break all spiritual protocols. I'll be roaming and roaming and roaming. The more, I mean, sometimes people started with a very small problem. But by the time they realize, they've gone to too many places and where they went to has complicated their problem and made it worse. People start with very small problems. (sighs) Hi. Obey your shepherd. Somebody say, Obey your shepherd. Obey your shepherd. Obey your shepherd. The Bible said, Do what they say. Do what they say. Do what they say. Because what they say is what the word of God demands. Do what they say. Number six, stay under the watchful eye of your shepherd. Stay. Stay under the watchful eye of your shepherd. Somebody say, Stay under the watchful eye. Yeah, Stay under the watchful eye of your shepherd. Stay under the watchful eye of your shepherd. Stay under the watchful eye of your shepherd. Stay under the watchful eye. He said, I kept my father's sheep and a lamb came. <laughs> Look at that with me. Somewhere. And there came a lion and a bear. How did he see it? Because the sheep were within his watchful eye. He could see the sheep. He could see the sheep. And that is why you need to be regular in fellowship. Regular in what? Be regular in fellowship. Be regular in fellowship. Be regular in fellowship. Watchful eye. I, he said, they came and he went and took. He was watching. The Bible says, when the angels came, they met the sheep, keeping watch over their sheep by night. They were watching over their sheep. Stay within the watchful eye of your shepherd. then, and number seven, assist your shepherd to bring other sheep into your sheepfold. This is the basis on which I close. Assist your shepherd. You see, there are more sheep here than they are here. Amen? There are more sheep outside than they are here. But we need to bring them in. Somebody say we need to bring them in. Yeah, and the Bible says that's a corporate responsibility. He says, I have other sheep Look at that. John 10, 16. I have other sheep. Can you see that with me? I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. So there are people who need to believe in God and be part. The Bible said they are not. I must bring them also. Somebody said I must bring them also. I must bring them also. How is he going to bring them? Through all of us. I must bring them also. Then he said, they will listen to my voice and there will be one flock with one shepherd. He says, when a shepherd has a hundred sheep and loses one, he leaves the 99 and goes after that one. Why? Because all sheep matter. I must bring them also. I must bring them also. How many people have you brought with you to church? And sometimes, unfortunately, when people are not even bringing, sometimes they are not bringing home, and they are also sowing seeds of confusion to scatter those who are also here. (laughs) my spiritual father one time when he came here I remember one time I think one of the meetings he said that if you want to know anything about a church talk to the pastor how many of you remember that Yeah. you hear something you are not sure of talk to the pastor praise God don't be talking because sometimes if the person you are talking is the wrong person it can lead you astray yeah, you can leave you straight Find out. Find out. Find out. Have you been blessed today? Are you sure you've been blessed? Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day <laughs> that we, we can come here and for two hours I'm teaching. That's why I love the camp. And when we had the camp, we had a glorious time. How many of you enjoy the camp? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. praise the Lord now you can't do these things and not be blessed in any church you cannot do these things you cannot you cannot do these things and not be blessed you need a shepherd and you need a shepherd for these reasons and to get the most out of your shepherd these things must be there Amen. These things must be there. It's a blessing. Somebody shout an amen. Yeah. Alright, lift up your hands and begin to speak to God as we close.
0: Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuaqua on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30am to 11am for our Good News service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6pm to 8pm. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santata Tataranabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages.